1: Foundation, Arvind Gupta. The reason that people are talking about India is massive digitization and financial inclusion that we have done over the last couple of years. Enjoy this week's show. Welcome to Behind the Markets here on Business Radio, powered by the Warren School. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, Global Head of Research at WisdomTree. My co-host is Warren Finance Professor Jeremy Siegel, author of Stocks for the Long Run and the Future for Investors. Please note, I'm Rich representative Side Fund Services. Professor Siegel is a senior advisor to Wisdom Tree. Our discussion is not tied to the offer of investment products and the views of our guests are their own, and not those of Wisdom affiliates. We're going to have a really interesting show today. Uh, we've got a Super Bowl champion from our Eagles team here in Philadelphia. Coming now, he's gonna, he's now a, a, a linebacker on the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk about the reopening of the economy, what the NFL is doing, uh, and then how he's gotten into wealth management and a that he's he's been a partner of, uh, serving NFL players. Uh, but before we bring in our, our guests, we're going to be talking with Professor Siegel. Uh, some some volatility in the markets, Professor. We've we've sold off from the highs in the earlier part of June now. Down, uh, down a decent amount here. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's your sense of what's, what's been, yeah. been causing well, this some?
2: This all um, the virus upsurge, in my opinion. Um, uh, what's going on in the south and what's going on in the west, uh, and uh, fostering fears about another uh, shutdown. So, um, let, let me uh, let me try to put this in perspective. Yeah, new cases. Did hit an all-time high. Take a look at daily deaths; it hit a new low. Um, uh, If you actually look at the the daily deaths, um, and I know there's a little lag between new cases and that, but it is down dramatically. We have reduced the deaths per case, um, and that includes hospitalization uh, by seventy-five percent, almost it includes the hospitation, by 75%. Um, I don't want to minimize what's going on, and I know that the, there's there's social distancing that is not being followed in many of these states, and, and that's why they are they're, they're reimposing some restrictions. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that the number of people getting seriously ill from all these infections is going way down way down um and um uh part of it's because it's younger people uh that are getting it and uh, that have virtually no symptoms uh the older people are better being sheltered realizing they are a vulnerable group but most importantly is we know how to treat these people it's it's actually pretty remarkable and i would say one of the probably the biggest surprise about this a whole virus and all that is that we could reduce the deaths by seventy five percent without a drug. Remdesivir is a very minor drug, of course. The uh, the establishment of dexamethasone is is an improvement, and I'm not saying that. And that's just now being you know that was only ten days ago when we got that. But even in terms of just general treatment with, with other known factors, has reduced this death rate down to seventy five percent. From the people going into the hospitals. now we do hear stories, the media still you know want, wants to pump up that you know the few ICUs are you know are, are filled and all the rest. But the truth of the matter is is this is nothing like New York, nothing like what we saw in New Jersey or up here in the Northeast um, uh, back in March. This is just totally different. Now let's watch to see basically what happens. Uh, my feeling is, is yeah, cases are going to continue to go up. Death rates are going to flatten and go down. Uh, I think that the surge is going through with so much better treatment and so much better infection that death rates are going down. The surge that we had in the Northeast is certainly going to, is now rippling through the West. When the whole thing is done, we'll probably have 160,000. Well, actually, that was a maximum estimate of 160,000 deaths that are attributed to COVID, Uh, that is uh, two and a half times the number that we had from just uh, influenza two and a half years ago, which was a spike. And uh, that is about uh, six times that of the normal flu season. Uh, It is far less, just to give you, and this is the worst estimate, far less the number of deaths than either happened during the Asian flu or the so-called Hong Kong flu epidemics in the 1950s and 60s, for which, as we all know, nothing was ever shut down or even contemplated. So worst-case scenario, interestingly enough. Um, all right, I'm not trying to minimize it. I'm not one of these virus deniers, and then I'm not saying, you know, don't wear a mask because I do whenever I'm in public. Uh, but I'm saying there's a lot of people who don't, and they're spreading it among these certain populations of which uh uh mortality rates are minuscule um so far and uh, older people need especially those with the uh uh, uh these comorbidities um and pre existing conditions i mean they're the ones that have always been in in um uh, risk and they still are at risk and they need to be isolated and unfortunately of course also the more younger people in the more they might hit older people if they don't self-isolate from that older group but uh you know if you listen to the news you get the impression this is like new york again this is not like new york again um this this is this is very different so, but doesn't i mean and one reason why the market is you know still 35 percent higher than it was in march we didn't know what was going on in march i mean you know we thought the death rates and all the rest were really high and can anyone be available way avoid it i think we now know you know what this virus is about it's a real it's a bad one but we've had others in post-war periods that are like this um and um and we've got to be we got to be careful
1: Professor, I know you are a season ticket holder to the to the Eagles. Uh, we're going to be talking Eagles and NFL opening. Yeah. Uh, what's your sense as, as you think about a season opening? Are you going to still feel comfortable getting out there watching games?
2: Uh, you know, I <laughs> I want to see what their plan is on distancing and all the rest. I mean, you know, being almost seventy five. I mean, really, I'm a healthy seventy five year old, uh, fortunately and uh, thankfully. Um, but you know that just putting you in an older group. I, I, I'm gonna I wait and see. I think I'll, I'll know a lot more in September. I think when I think, I think that the I don't. This is. I know baseball had to make a decision. They did make a decision. Um, I, I think we have to see how this crests because I think we're going to get a crest in the West and the South, and we're gonna just see. Hey, yeah, we crested it. And, and some of the older people got sick and they're going to be deaths. There are deaths. It's just down 75% from a less number of cases being reported when the New York epidemic hit 75%. Um, in fact, if you look at the daily deaths in the United States, you'd say, what, what, there's a new flare up going on. That's not in the data. So you got to understand the different, what, what, what is really different here. Don't forget just, having that number of cases is one thing and we want to minimize that because that will minimize deaths um, we, we we are still below we still we we still, have, we still have, what we got 320 deaths per million france and uh, england had i think uh, what was it 650 the most was belgium of the big countries they got it 800 um, mo- uh, italy was 500 600 uh, they didn't know how to treat it uh, we're now at around 300. We may go to 400, given how we know how to treat it, but we know we're not doing this. So all oh, this is pretty expected. Um, nothing, nothing, honestly, so far has surprised me, but it is driving the news. I mean, it's yeah. driving the markets. Well, I want to bring in our guests. You're going to have later on, you're going to discuss what's going to happen in the NFL. We'll see. I think I think we're going to see that crest and go down. And don't forget, I mean, What what is amazing and no one predicted is death rates down 75% with basically no drug and no therapeutic of any significance, except maybe dexamethasone, which is on everyone's shelf. It's almost like taking Advil. Um, I mean, that's an amazing thing. And what else are we going to discover down the road, Um, you know, moving forward? And just to end this, everything in... The equity market is forward-looking, you know. So you know, when you look beyond this and see what actually has happened, um, and of course, our, our our major thesis is the liquidity that's being provided, and more will come, and more will come, is basically going to field a fill. It's going to field a very strong economy in
1: 2021 with some inflation and um, uh, with a strong economic rebound. Professor, thank you so much for some comments. Let me uh, bring in our guests here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Jeremy. See you next week. We uh, are going to be talk with Mike Brusco and Jordan Hicks. They're partners at Top Tier Wealth Management. They're based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Jordan is a linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals. You Listeners from Philadelphia should remember him as part of our Super Bowl team. Uh, Mike Jordan, thanks for being on our program today.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks, Jeremy. It's great to be here.
1: Um, You know, Professor Siegel talks about the virus so much because he thinks that is the most important situation for the markets right now and sort of responding to headlines on that. Uh, And Jordan, so from your perspective, everybody cares so much about what's going on in sports and how that's happening. I'd love to hear your perspective on how your team, how you are personally uh, sort of going through training, how it's different, what you think is, is happening towards reopening.
3: Yeah, well, it's it's definitely been a different off season, um, that's for sure. We uh, have had everything done via um, Microsoft Teams, um, everything from OTAs to you know meetings and and uh, learning the playbook. It's all been it's all been virtual, just as most of America has been uh, during this time. Um, but you know, personally, you still got to work out. You still got to find ways to stay in shape, and you know that's the name of the game. So. You know, I've been I've been working out in the garage. I've been hitting the local fields that are that are by the house and uh, getting getting my my field work in. So it's it's definitely been different. You know, I I know uh, the NFL actually came out today and said all things were were a go for the opening of of training camp. So you know it'll be interesting to see um, what the protocols are, uh, what it looks like. Uh, as Professor said, uh, we'll have more knowledge of that here. Probably um, the closer we get, but uh, in my estimation, you know, and to my excitement, there will be football. I know we're all ready. <laughs> America, America needs some football
1: back in their lives,
3: and we're all we're all ready for it.
1: Very nice. And and so you've been in, in Texas, I understand, and your and you and your training camp is that the, back in in Arizona.
3: Yeah, so I'm I'm based out of Austin, um, Austin, Texas. Went to the University of Texas. Train here. Uh, during the off seasons and then, yeah, we, we commute back to, to Arizona for the season. So, uh, two beautiful places, love them both.
1: No, it's interesting to hear everybody doing the zoom workouts. I do my zoom yoga classes a few times a week. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's interesting to hear everybody's in the same boat, uh, trying to work out on, 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 yeah. uh, on Teams and Zoom. Um, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you uh, come together, and, and and we'll talk a little bit about top-tier wealth management. What's what's uh, Give us a little bit about your background, Mike.
0: Yes, so I was at Heartland Advisors before we started top-tier, but top-tier launched a little over two years ago. Uh, Chris Maragos, who also played on Eagles. We have a lot of Eagles connections. Uh, Jordan, Chris, and Trey all played on that uh, Super Bowl-winning team Uh, But Chris and I have known each other back since high school. So I was in the industry uh, for 10 years and Chris had some not so great experiences with other firms. And I introduced Chris to a financial planner uh, who's now another partner at our firm, Austin Nelson. And Chris was just blown away by his experience with Austin and really wanted to take that product to the NFL. So he spoke to Jordan, Trey. Um, And and then there you go. Within a year, we we launched our firm, Top Tier Wealth Management.
1: And so today you're in Michigan. And uh, are you guys thinking about staying in Michigan? Are you guys thinking about in the new remote world, uh, planning changing locations at all?
0: Well, you know, we've been prepared to be remote. Uh, This is something it's it's really how we operate hasn't changed too much. We have clients all across the country, uh, football players and nine. And we're used to operating this way. We may actually uh, be moving to Florida, so that could be uh, upcoming. That isn't finalized yet. Uh, Trey actually lives in Tampa. Chris is down in Naples. Um, I'm actually up in Wisconsin right now, but Austin's in Michigan. So I've been joking with Jordan saying I'm going to have to go to Texas to, to balance this thing out a little bit because we have the, uh, the Florida boys uh, taking over top tier. But really, we've done financial plans uh, through Join.me, similar to Zoom. And it really hasn't uh, held us back really at all because we're used to uh, operating that way. And it seems like more, more firms are starting to head in that direction.
1: So, so Jordan, maybe in your words, what, what, what was the motivation for joining Top Tier Wealth? And what are the, the type of advice you see players getting that you're, you're trying to solve for here?
3: Yeah, well, uh, when you come into the NFL, um, you really, if you don't have a background in financial literacy, if you're family um, doesn't have that background. Um, you're coming into the NFL and you're getting a, a lump sum of money and you really aren't sure what to do with it. And, and as we all know, that can be uh, either taken advantage of or spent extremely quick, uh, quicker than most of us realizing. Um, you, you see this number and you're really only only getting half of it because of taxes and everything that, that goes into it. So, you know, when you get that first paycheck, there's a there's an eye opening. Uh, that happens, and, and you realize you need guidance. Um, and, you know, in my experience, I was, uh, I, I had the ability to go with, with a financial advisor uh, based off of of recommendation of a person that I trusted. And, um, you know, if you don't have access, you don't know what you don't know. And um, my experience was similar to Chris's. It, it wasn't the best. I, I knew I wasn't getting the the uh, comprehensive planning that, that we offer here at Top Tier, um, and so you know when I when I met Mike in Austin and I talked to Chris Maragos about it, Chris is somebody that you know I trust with the lives of, of my two boys. Um, so when when Chris says something with conviction, I know it's I know it's real. And so uh, when he talked about Mike and he talked about Austin and he pitched Top Tier, you know there was something about it. I was in a transition period. Um, and and it just made sense when I met the guys and, and realized the the passion and, and the uh, understanding and knowledge and um, their will faith for uh, their their clients. You know that that really motivated me to to, to dive fully uh, into the company. And so um, you know, like I said, what what we offer um, for the NFL clients, man, it's there's a lot that goes into it. We try to take the focus off of the finance so that players can focus on football that is you know in this stage our careers the average NFL career is is three and a half years maybe even less than that now Uh, but when I was coming out it's three and a half and um, you know you have a a small window of opportunity and to make the most of it you have to pour everything into uh, the NFL and into your career so you know top tier uh, enters the scene and you know creates the plan and, and allows players to to focus on 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 football.
1: And extending that to the general people, I mean, what are the things, the lessons you see, the non-players, you know, what are the, the lessons that translate the most over for people who are just generally becoming clients?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, Jeremy. And I think that's what surprised me a little bit. We knew we would have a niche within the NFL with Chris Trey and Jordan being part owners of our firm. But there's a significant need among the retiree market for financial planning. I think there's a lot of people that worked historically with brokers. They structured a portfolio, but they weren't doing any planning. So as it comes to when do I take Social Security, how do I plan around health care, when can I retire, there, there wasn't enough going on there. And what we found was there is such misalignment between the portfolio and the plan that we would produce for them that really could be catastrophic. I mean, absolutely catastrophic. We're glad that we worked with some of the people we did before the big sell-off we had in March, you're overexposed to equities and you need to uh, take that money out within the next couple of years. I mean, that can be, that can be very scary. So I think the reliance on a thorough financial plan, trying to optimize all decisions that, that goes for both football and non-football. And I think it's why we've really had success in both segments.
1: Now, let me just reintroduce our guest here. We're talking with Jordan Hicks of Top Tier Wealth Management, Mike Brusco. Uh, And Jordan, you know, one of the things that that we we were talking about uh, is, you know, a lot of the older population – you know, and, and During the March sell-off, there's a, a study from Fidelity saying as much as a third of people, 65 and older, have reduced, reduced their equities to basically nothing um, from you know, the March to, to May period. And sort of this behavior of, of panicking at the bottom is something you see again and again in bear markets. You uh, and your team were looking at the, the market sell-off as an opportunity. you want to talk through what was going through your mind and, and how you got comfortable getting more invested during the downdrafts?
3: Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, it's been a it's been a process of, of gaining knowledge um, and having long talks with Mike and Austin and uh, the guys about, you know, our mindset and, and what history shows and um, how this specific moment uh, can be played to our advantage. And so, you know, I actually came into a lump sum of money uh, due to signing bonus um, right at the peak of all of this. It was uh, it was right towards the end of March, middle, middle of March. And, uh, you know, at that moment, it wasn't a moment of, you know, let's save this, let's, let's stay liquid. It was, Hey, let's, let's put this in the market and let's, let's go to work. Um, and you know, again, a lot of conversations with Mike staying up, sending him, uh, my thoughts, him sending, sending to me his thoughts and, and creating a game plan on how we could take, take advantage of, of this opportunity. And so, yeah, it, it was it was knowledge of the long term. It wasn't it wasn't um, you know being caught up in what was happening now, but having the, the foresight to understand that we're going to make it out of this at some point, And when we do, the fact that we were we were aggressive in the moment,
0: um, you know, will pay off. So uh, yeah, you know, I have was, to give, I to great give Jordan a his, ton of credit. He's in he's in Barbados and he's busy <laughs> excuse me, busy texting me, calling, saying, Mike, <clears throat> what is the game plan? Uh, when this comes in. And now it helps because we had already mapped out a financial plan. So we knew what sort of stock bond mix was appropriate for this money. So we knew that, you know, months in advance, but also all the education that had taken place. So I don't know if many people realize this, but this was the worst, worst first quarter decline we've had in the S&P 500 since 1926, the next year. So the following 12 months after the average return is 40%. I mean, that's absolutely that's absolutely incredible. So I give I give Jordan a lot of credit because it would have been easy to get this big signing bonus, and it was it was scary mid March. I mean the 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 speed of the move down. We all experienced it. it. It went down so so quickly. It would have been easy to sit on the sideline, but that's the exact opposite of what we did. So I do give I give Jordan a lot of, of credit, and I think it comes down to relationship building and education. I think those are the two. Two biggest things, and, and Jordan
1: hit on it well. I mean, it, it is a, an amazing thing. A lot of people were paralyzed by the fear, and so that you guys can come in and uh, and and getting that kind of uh, signing bonus is the kind of thing where it's like, man, how are you? Are, what to do with all this? Um, it's, it's impressive, Jordan uh, and Mike, that, that you were able to put all that to work uh, very quickly.
3: Um, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a tag team effort, that's for sure.
1: Um, as you guys think through sort of the future of top tier, uh, are you, how, how do you think about trying to expand your client base? I mean, is it through you know combination of continuing across the, your, your NFL colleagues? Uh, when you think about the education they're getting, uh, anything that you guys are trying to do to help support you know, any efforts the NFL is making to, to train the new recruits and how to manage their wealth?
0: Yeah, we continue to think about that. And on the NFL side, it's it's very much focused on relationships. And historically, that's unfortunately been one of the downfalls, I think, of players. We hear all these terrible stories about athletes going broke, but it's often because they get tangled up with the wrong people. And from my experience, being exposed to the NFL players that I have, a lot of them want to do the right thing. Just unfortunately, within their sphere of influence, they're sent to the wrong person. So Kudos to the passion that Jordan, Chris, and Trey had to solve that problem and say, hey, we're going to have a product that's built for you by other players who you can trust. Now, we could get in, Jeremy, to the structure of our firm. or an RIA. We're fee-only. Fee-only, we think that's very, very, very important um, for a variety of reasons. But within the NFL, we continue to form more relationships. That's with trainers, agents, obviously other, other players. Uh, but it's really a variety of things on the non-NFL side. Again, it's very relationship-driven right now. Our process is intensive. Jordan touched on this. Uh, really, we we focus so much on deep relationships because, from a behavioral management standpoint, it's so important. If I don't have a relationship with my advisor when things get tough, like they did in March, uh, good luck. And it reminds me of all the Delbar data. I just I looked again today in the past twenty years. The average investor's returns are 60% less than just the S&P 500. That's crazy. But we know that historically that's that's how it's been. So it's relationship building within the NFL. Uh, we need to continue to talk to the NFL, PA, form relationships. We're here to help out however we can. I mean, these, these players are in such a unique opportunity to build generational wealth and literally take care of their their families forever. I mean, you think about Siegel while he was, he was with us earlier, stocks for the long run. I, I heard the other day, and this was just mind-blowing, the worst 30-year return in the market is 854%. Now we'd have to incorporate inflation into that. But still, think of that, the power of compounding. It's so incredible. So these, these good decisions made in the 20s uh, just have such a big impact. And I usually say, don't steal from your future self don't steal from your future self. Every, you know, you're not just spending $10,000 right now, compound that out over 60 years, you're spending a lot more than 10,000. So, so be, be prudent about how you approach things.
1: Jordan, as you think about uh, getting back, we just have a final few more minutes here Uh, as you think about getting to back to work, any, any thoughts about how people should be thinking about the NFL preparing to, to, uh, to open the season?
3: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, this, uh, I thought, I thought the statistics earlier, um, what professor talked about was, was, you know, really, really incredible, um, statistics that he was throwing out there. And when it, when it comes to the NFL, I think it's, it's just a, I have full confidence that, um, they will put in the correct protocols that they will do everything they can. Um, for the time being, I know a lot of, um, a lot of responsibility is is being put on the the, the respective teams um in saying how many people can be in a stadium at once um and you know those decisions are being being made but you know i know everybody's excited uh, to get back to the season i know i am uh you know speak for the players of the league it is uh, a time of it's been a different diff- difficult and different time that we we've all been in and so you know, to have some normalcy in football and and get back to rooting for those that that we all get behind is uh, is uh, I think going to be very important for um, just the mindset and the morale uh, moving forward for 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 America and for you know our city. So
1: we're excited. I
3: know that's for sure.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys spending some time here as you get through your new training, Jordan. Hopefully, we will stay in touch. Uh, I know uh, Top Tier has been a, a good client of Wisdom Trees. Thank you so much for your support of us and for your support on this on this, uh, on this this radio interview. Hopefully, uh, you guys get to work, get to the season, uh, and we look forward to rooting for you and, and cheering you on uh, as the season opens. Thanks
0: so much, Jeremy. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.